Welcome back to Sis and Ministurbia Season 4, Episode 0. It is our... Nope. Yeah. Season, season three. 3, Episode 0, because it's our fourth season. Technically it's Season 4. You suck at this. We gave you one thing to do. <laughs> Literally the first episode of the new season. Oh my god, wrong. what did you do this wrong? This is going to be a really shitty season. This is a terrible, terrible okay. way to start the season out. So, it is February 13th. Normally, we record on Wednesdays, but tomorrow is, of course, Valentine's Day. And the other guys have plans. I do not. But... Yeah, happy Valentine's Day to all you Sucks to be you, Bront. <laughs> sucks to be you. Well... Now, he's coming out ahead. How much money did you spend on a female for Valentine's Day? Or a male? True. Zero dollars. Or someone who's not gender binary. Well, <laughs> Zero dollars. Well, I haven't spent any money right. either. Not yet, you haven't. So? He, also, you're married, so like by default, you just spend true. all your money. That's, that's truer than it should be. It is, it is yeah. joint, yeah. That is, that is a good point, too. Yeah, so we have some actual real topics tonight. We do. Yeah, real topics. I'm real mad about real topics. Yeah, and, and Jathan's going to get worked up. He's going to do his, his emotional workout for us. And it'll be Woo! great. Are you high energy? Woo! Are you feeling the high energy? Yeah. I'm feeling goddamn angry, if that's what you're asking. Well, that's still high energy, in a way. I think that I've got so many stories. I think that we should just make this episode about my stories. <laughs> Can do, uh, I've got a lot of stories. Do we stories. have to? I mean, how many stories are we talking here? Well, I've got the news that I could share with everybody. Uh-huh. I've got the story about the truck and my Jeep. And, you know, I just think I could fill a good hour. <laughs> if you could keep it to 15 minutes, we can do it after the news. How about that? For fuck's sake, this place blows. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just anus in here. It, you mean... You I mean think anus? This podcast is anus. If you're listening... That, no. I, ble- I believe you mean... It's an anus. It's an external anal anus. sphincter. Fucking season three sucks. I hate it here. It's alright. It'll get better. It will get better. I mean, it's, it's we've, got, we've got some potential new guests. You know. If I were a puppy, I would be so well, sad It's right a good now. thing you're not. I don't... Can dogs feel emotion? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Indeed. Absolutely. I mean, just like ducks can get <laughs> raped. Oh my god. Alright, that's my one funny. That's it. I, I'm gonna go back to being mad. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, for those for those not familiar with the callback, you need to listen to last season's shit show. Because about halfway in, up until like near the very end of the episode... We spent, that's what, like an hour and a half? We spent a good amount of time talking about ducks. We did. In general, specifically whether they have or should be holding to a human set Oh my god. Do we, wait, wait, wait. So, Do we really? No, no, we're not going to reopen it. We're not going to reopen that. I, that, oh my god. No, we're not. Let's just, don't even listen to this shit. (laughs) That's as bad as this season. We are, we're not even we're we're not even five minutes into the first episode yet. It'll be fine. We can bring this back, Jathan. You yeah. need to have hope. Just like I have, just I'll like, go to hope in July. Just like George Michael said, you need to have faith. Or was it you gotta, gotta have, have faith? faith. You gotta have faith, faith. To faith. I think you're thinking of Billy Joel. Faith, no, I'm thinking of George Michael. I gotta have faith to faith. No. no, because right now you're not keeping faith it, but you gotta faith. have it. It's gotta it, right. What what we're paid. Payton, don't get us slapped with a DMCA. <laughs> I, I, 
Yeah, Peyton, you're I fucking think, too I good. Think if you're, <laughs> I think if you're simply it sounds good. just no, it like not. the recording. Well, no, but then you can owe, then you can owe royalty rights if you make money off it, and we don't currently. Right. But if we were to add advertising, we would be making money off it. Yeah, if you want to advertise with us, fuck off. <laughs> no, 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 no. What the hell is that, dude? Sorry, we're looking for sponsors. Please contact us. <laughs> we're open to the idea, but oh my gosh, like the well, the we were. Flip. But nobody's gonna come at us now. <laughs> well, not after last season's right. shit show. That's that shit sure. show was so okay, nice, dude. I, I gotta tell you, if you haven't listened to the shit show, I suggest you go do it right and now. And you have three hours to yeah, kill. Yeah, Peyton got uh, really drunk. Yeah, as as you did, buddy. Yeah. I literally was not that drunk. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't drunk. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. That reminds me. We... What are you all yeah, drinking? Let's let's go with that. What are y'all drinking? I'll start. I am just drinking chai right now. I You'll find out why when Jathan goes, but I'm doing this in the spirit of him. Oh, well, shit. But Peyton, what are you I'm drinking? I'm a real asshole then. I'm drinking Coors Light. Well, that was old news, but at least it's basically water anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically water. Yeah. Well, I'll cut this out of story time, but... Long story short, I'm going through some health things. Mm -hmm. I will likely be having surgery within the next week or so to have my gallbladder removed. In the meantime, my liver is a little sad, and I don't need to make it more sad with alcohol. Right. Therefore, I am drinking water with some lemon in it. I would probably be higher energy if not for those things. Woo! Not to say that alcohol is the only thing that makes me happy, but more so to say that I've been feeling pretty much like shit. And you want to unwind. And also, alcohol right. makes me happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I could use an unwinding, if you know anybody. That just makes it sound like you're soliciting a prostitute. No, no. It's advertising. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think that you guys should get rid of me. No. For season. No, no. I'm a liability. I'm a definite liability. <laughs> well, the good news is we're not beholden to any sponsorships. And we self-host, no, so that's just pretty God true. and stuff. And I will be judged hard. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's between you and God. That's that's not between you and the show. So the real thing I want to get to is we have a fair amount of news, and some of it is terrifying. Actually, you want to? Do you guys want to just jump right into the news? Yeah, let's just jump right okay. into it because this is just going to be a real fucking oh God, piece yeah. of shit episode. Oh my gosh, Jason! Just a real terrible. piece of shit. What, what's with the lisp? Fucking terrible. It's real gonna piece be like, of shit. When I have a braid out and it just I'm just doing a bit, you know. Just, just doing a bit. You're just doing a bit. I'm just. I'm just doing a bit here. Okay. It's, it's a all fucking right. bit. I'm just doing a bit. It's the it's worst. Like, okay. All right. Let's just go. All right. Yeah. Let's just. Can let's we just, stop can we just with back it up? The, all right. Back it the fuck Enough up. Bibbidi bobbidi. Back the fuck up. No more bit. No more. No. No. I'm not done with the bit. I'm not done with the bit. Payton. Can you please take us Absolutely. through the news now? You know what? We have the best news. They're huge. Always 100% factual. We, we, it's the best. It's just the best. Well, at least right. my bit so wasn't anyway, offensive. So, <laughs> of course, everyone knows that in December, oh we lost net neutrality, or at least it was voted to be repealed. Mm -mm. Part of it Part was of it. voted to be repealed. We didn't right. lose the whole thing. We are still you know, dealing with that. There, We did report that some comments were used maliciously. There's been some hidden comments. We'll have a link to that. But needless to say, that's kind of a major downside to the internet in general. The also other humongous thing that was just an absolute holy fuck is Spectre and Meltdown. Mm. I was reading somewhere that VMware actually pulled their patches. Intel has pulled their patches. So let's let's just get into the regular news. This is paper the news. 
Equifax has actually lost even more data than they originally thought. Hold on, real quick. I want to I wanna jump back just like five seconds on the Spectrum Meltdown thing. Over the hiatus, I was on the Radio Statler podcast, and I'll, I'll link to the episode. But we found out my new printer. It's a, it's a very nice, you know, multifunction color laser. Multiface, multifunctions are like meh, but like you can't not get a multifunction these days. Anyways, I found out my printer is vulnerable to both. <laughs> my printer. <laughs> you right? should, um... It's such fucking bullshit. All right, keep going, keep going. Sorry. Can you patch that? No, probably not. Probably oh. not. But also, like, who's going to try to exploit your printer? That <laughs> oh, way? printers are oh, a huge oh, yeah. entry point. Giant, Real talk. Yeah, I hate printers. Just because their ink is obviously made from unicorn blood. I mean, why are we even using paper so, anymore? So, anyway, a bunch of there's, been a, because there's the been a report that were some confidential documents filed with the Senate Banking Committee that suggest Equifax lost more information about over 145 million hackers than what was publicly let on. They disclosed that names, date, dates of birth, and social security numbers were compromised, as well as some driver's license numbers. The documents also revealed that the license state and date of issue of those licenses might have been exposed. So there's that. Good job, Equifax. There is a NSA exploit, External Blue, which is back, and it's powering the WannaMind cryptojacking malware. It's like WannaCry, but it's more stealthy, and it goes after your CPU. So this is one of that's gotten huge recently too. All these, all the crypto yeah, jacking stuff. Crazy. It's the one of mine is the crypto jacking malware. It's using leaked NSA hacking tools to infiltrate computers and siphon processor power to crunch calculations needed to mine. Eternal Blue was the Windows exploit developed by the NSA. It was leaked by the hacking group Shadow Brokers. After the exploit was used to launch the massive WannaCry, it was then used to spearhead the more dangerous Not Petya. Now it's in use again. So, clearly, we've not learned our lesson. And even more terrible, Intel told Chinese firms of meltdown flaws before the U.S. government. Let me just repeat this for you really fast. A United States company called Intel told a foreign state about flaws in its chipset before it told its host country. Now, I mean, I can I can partly justify that because they're manufactured in China, but... Yeah, I mean, what if there's a law in China that requires them to do that? I mean, that's not even meant to be like a shitty question. That's a serious question. I don't think there is, in full honesty, because like there really is, there really are a lot of backdoors placed by the Chinese government. Just the picture frames alone, they had malware on them, you know? Yeah, usually it's more towards industrial espionage rather than state level espionage. But it it is definitely concerning that the U.S. market for a U.S. company wasn't alerted before the manufacturer was, whether it was, you know, no matter what country it was. I mean, I have a huge problem with this, just in general, just because they didn't tell the state government first. I can understand some of the things you said, like maybe China has laws, but I mean, I don't know. I don't agree with just telling China first or whatever they've claimed. Wall Street Journal sources have claimed that Intel told a handful of customers about the process of vulnerabilities, including Chinese tech companies like Alibaba and Lenovo, but not the U.S. government. So if it's just the tech companies they told first, that's a huge no-no to me. You tell the government, then you go tell the companies, and you move on from there. That's what I say. They're, of course, denying this, but hey, whatever. They said they couldn't notify everyone, including those officials, in time because Meltdown and Spectre had been revealed early. So they knew about Spectre and Meltdown and didn't, you know. I mean, I, 
yeah, like some people like they want to develop a patch. I mean, that's essentially what zero day versus zero day mitigation is. You don't want that information getting out before you have some sort of mitigation for it. But at the same time, like don't fucking tell don't tell some people about it and then not others that like don't like what's the fucking manufacturer going to do for a, for a mitigation on existing Right. Whatever. Well, they they should have. Sorry. They should have either. They should have either emailed Lenovo and Alibaba and the U.S. government, or nobody at all. And then we'd still be giving them crap because they have no fucking clue what they're doing. The next bit of news we have is that a fitness tracking app called Strava gave away the location of secret U.S. Army bases. The data about exercise routes shared online by soldiers can be used to pinpoint overseas facilities. That's fantastic. I'm super proud of you guys for doing that. Fucking idiots. So, there's that. I don't even want to talk about that. It pisses me off so bad. I'm surprised that bases allow you to wear geotracking devices that aren't under their purview, you know? Why do we even have bases, you know? <laughs> All right, now you're getting yeah, a little yeah, bit Brent, too abstract. That's really the problem. Why they're letting them wear these things, too. It's ridiculous. I, I don't agree with it at all. I mean, we're just going from bad to worse here. Next one is that the Dutch intelligence agents watched Russia hack the DNC. So, if there's any doubt that, that Russia did it, then, I mean, here's the Dutch intelligence saying they did. I don't know if I believe it 100%. They watched Russian agents breach a non-classified network at the U.S. State Department in 2014, where the Russians then sent a phishing email to the White House, successfully stole login credentials, and then accessed email from embassies and diplomats. Why didn't, why didn't the Dutch say anything? The next thing we have is that Intel is saying to you hold off patching for now. So they, they have these terrible vulnerabilities in their systems, but they prefer you not patch right now because they don't know how to fix it. Oh! Well, if you do patch it, you'll have up to 50% reduction in your processor power on your VMs. And if you have SQL or Oracle, it's even, it's even worse. It's even worse. Do you have an Echo in your house, Jathan or Brent? No. My roommate well, owns Oh, one. no. Amazon. He won't let me smash it or anything. Amazon won't say if it hands your Echo data to the government. Well, the good news is I don't beat my roommate often. <laughs> oh, I off? thought you were going to say I don't wow. beat my roommate off. <laughs> wow. I went there, too. If the government knew that, they just would leave me the fuck alone, you know? So we... what, you, what you could do is take it apart and then put tape over the microphone and then put it back together. We do know that the Echo records everything you say and do in your house. And so it can respond to you and that information is then sent back to Amazon and they analyze it, work better to coordinate with you. It's it's IoT, whatever. The problem is Amazon doesn't tell you if they release that to the government. I don't know to tell you about that. Intel has been hit with at least three class action lawsuits related to the security vulnerability uh, specter and meltdown. So there's that. Uh, the next thing is that a journalist wrote an article and then revealed all of her security questions and passwords to the whole internet. It was just like, hey, this is how I set my passwords up, and this is not the right advice, but this is what I do. I know this is the information I use. And so now her password has been guessed and things of that nature. And the last bit of news we have is that the NVIDIA GeForce driver is no longer eligible to be installed in a data center. Now, I'm thinking this has got to be due with the Bitcoin mining, but I could be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm almost sure that's an aftermath of the Bitcoin nonsense, but... It is, definitely. I mean, this one is particularly... I added this, I think, no, or I, at least I talked about it. it because... Well, I had linked it in channel anyway, but because we have 
lots of NVIDIA GPUs in our yeah, data Yeah, you've center. got a rendering cluster, which is what fucking GPUs are for. Well, we have several GPU clusters and different types of GPUs for different things. Some are actually for visualizing data. Some are for extreme fucking number crunching. In any case, though, I have to believe that this will not hold up in court if it makes it there. You know, at the same time, NVIDIA is also asking companies to stop selling to Bitcoin miners their cards. And while I understand why, I also understand that business is business. If somebody's going to pay more for a card because they're using it for cryptocurrency mining, why wouldn't NVIDIA sell to them? I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah, I'm pissed off that I can't buy a new GPU for my gaming rig because they're all sold out. But I'm not going to blame them for making money. Yeah, I'm still surprised like, I, I snagged a 1080 Ti. I saw that Micro Center was, was selling it to you for MSRP if you could prove that you weren't going to use it for mining. How do you I, prove I, I that? Was, uh, are you going to use it for mining? No. Okay, here you go. I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, for something equally stupid like that. I'm sure that's totally legally binding, too. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. That's paid with the news. To end your weekly, uh, you know, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Story time? Okay, yeah. I'm going to make this quick. Okay, you have 15 minutes. I don't even need that long. Okay. Well, I already got the gallbladder thing out of the way. Mostly, that's just been making me kind of feel like garbage. Understandable. Pretty limited in terms of what I can eat right now. Anyway, so actually looking forward to having that removed more than anything. But I've had this whole fucking thing going on with my Jeep, too. So I have a Jeep Wrangler. Well, wait, real quick. Are you going to are you gonna ask to keep your gallbladder after they remove it? No. What, what would I do with that? I don't know, put it, like, preserve it in some formaldehyde, put it on a shelf somewhere. You are the second person that's going to do that. <laughs> it's a good conversation piece. Put it on the coffee table. I guarantee you can't even ask them that question. You probably can. It's your fucking My mom body. had her gallbladder out, and she, I got to see pictures of it. It was really nifty. But did you get, did you get to keep it, though? Different. Did not keep it. Didn't, don't think I wanted to keep it. Did she ask? No, I don't think she asked. Oh. I would I would try asking Jeff. Yeah, I'd be like, look, that totally is ask. that is a part of me. I have yeah. total right yes. over that. And I want to I have I demand to practice my right of knowing what happens to my organic material I after it's removed. My DNA. That's my DNA that you have, and I want it. That's what you should say. That's my organic material. You can't have it. I do not consent to you keeping it. Because I because I can't know what you're gonna do with it. So For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know they're it... not just harvesting all these things for right? a frankenstein monster? right you don't know man then he's gonna have you a know. lot of gallbladders <laughs> and not too many <laughs> other things he can be doing all kinds true. of things with this, with this stuff dude true i think you should still ask and see if they'll, they'll give it to you regardless if look if if they do i'll tweet it for what it's worth dude i i feel bad that? that you're getting your gallbladder taken out it's you know yeah that does suck i don't well, right. Point. I mean, it's, I, I it's just necessity mean and, that and... it's a surgery and it's kind of a major surgery. That's a big deal. You know, you should be concerned. But I mean, I wouldn't be like freaking out. Or no, he, he's I think he's pretty stoked about it <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm ready to just have it done anyway. So other thing during the hiatus, my birthday came and passed. I went somewhere with a person mm -hmm. and on this journey to the center of the state of Colorado, my Jeeps lost some heat, and it's a whole thing, but I have a really solid warranty, so I was like, okay, no big deal. Got my Jeep back to Boulder or whatever, took it to the Jeep dealer. It's now been like two weeks since I've had my Jeep, 
Like, I'm driving around in a rental car. The dealer's kind of fucking around. They're taking their time. They still don't really know what's going on, but it seems like it's going to be covered under warranty. But it's just been a real fucking headache, and it's turning me off of Jeep, honestly. Well, I only really have one dealer that's close by, so it's not even like I can take it somewhere else for service when something goes wrong. So, you know, like, I have always really enjoyed Jeeps, but if I'm going to always be bound to going to this dealer for service under my warranty, it's like, what's the point of even having it? Because... It's just such a headache. I think aftermarket Jeep is great, but the, yeah, I mean, dealership stuff with, with Jeep is always a pain in the ass. Well, and now Chrysler got bought by Fiat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about just getting a moped. <laughs> I was Probably, not uh, expecting that. No, I mean, I-, I could go from using like a gallon of gas a day to like a gallon of gas a week. But you'd be on a moped. <laughs> look at me. Do I look like I belong on a... Anything else? No. I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> you don't look like, like a scrawny, weird-looking motherfucker. So why not just own if you, it? You if know? you start driving a moped, I will send you so many videos. I'm gonna get a GoPro and I'm gonna catalog all my you adventures. Don't need to do that. I am. I'm going to make a new YouTube channel. It'll be called The Adventures of Jayhawn. No, no, what I was going to say, you are just hung up on this YouTube fame. What I was going to say was that... Yeah, I'll write with fountain pens while I'm driving my milk. That sounds dangerous. What I was trying to say is that if you do start doing this, can you promise me you will dress up like a 60s British mod invasion youngster? And the mod fashion. Okay, wait, I'll see if I can pull one up for you. Hold on. Anyway, in all seriousness, my Jeep I bought in New Jersey had it moved out here to Colorado. Jeeps hold their value pretty well out here, and they f- sell quickly. So I actually have a fair bit of equity in it, and I'm considering trading it in. You know, I do still have a warranty until, like, July 2019. But at this point, like, I think it's time to at least start thinking about what'll be next. It's just, like, been a real pain in my ass on top of everything else that's happening. Also, I see your picture, and I think I could accomplish that. Okay. Specifically, I really like the guy on the far right. Oh, wait, I gotta, I gotta pull the image back up. Hold on. This is gonna have to go in the show notes now. <laughs> the guy on the far right? Yeah, I want the pinstripes. Oh, okay. I thought, like, you know that's a woman, right? But, okay, got it. Yeah, no, I'm... Yeah, far last... right usually indicates the last item on, on the right Yeah, most. you're right, but I did say the, the, right. the guy on the far right. Right. Also, you know what? You don't know what she is or <laughs> Yeah, how do you whatever. assume her gender? No, the, we need no, to be no, more no. PC no, no, around no, here. No. We need to be goddamn PC. No, the 60s were before all this gray gender Did you just assume area. their gender? Yeah, I understand. I did. I absolutely did. I don't really care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I absolutely did. Yeah, so those are that is the mod fashion style, Jathan. And well, I'll put it in the show notes, of course, but yeah, they're a very classy looking bunch. Okay. Well anyway, that's really it. Like my birthday just happened less than a month ago, and so far twenty four has been pretty shitty. Now yeah, I mean you're twenty four. How you did know. you rent a vehicle? You can rent them, you just pay more, but my dealer's paying for oh, it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, I <laughs> I uh I got oh, okay, fuck this. I'm telling the story. <laughs> How much time do I have left? <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I forget when I... Five minutes. All right, don't interrupt. Okay. So I got a rental car Wednesday last week from my car dealer, paid for by them, through Enterprise. I go to Enterprise, I pick it up, and the tire pressure light, they gave me a minivan, came preloaded with like six kids in it. <laughs> I don't know who's. Anyway, go, just I get in the minivan and the tire pressure light's on. So I asked the guy, I'm like, oh, tire pressure light. And he's like, yeah, it's always on in this thing. He's like, I don't think it's hooked up right. So I'm just like, whatever. All right. I don't care, really. Drive off the lot. Well, like three days into having it, I go out and the fucking front tire, one of them, is just like almost totally flat. 
So I'm just like, well, fuck this shit. So I take it and put air in it because I have a spot like right where near I live. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, you know, honestly, if I can just get it to hold until I take it back in like five days, I don't care. You know, like I'm pretty much just driving back and forth to work. But then next morning, the light goes back on. I'm like, what the fuck? So I take it back, fill it up more. But as I'm fucking sitting there, both front tires, I kid you not, I can actually pick out the spots in the tires where they have fucking nails in them. So at this point, you know, I heard more news from my dealer and they're like, well, we're going to have to extend your rental because extend because we're holding on to your Jeep for a little while. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I appreciate that. But also the rental I got, you know, uh, needs some work. So I call Enterprise and I'm like, yeah, I need to get switched out. And Enterprise is like, well, we can't do that. And I was like, okay, well, you know, here's what's going on. And they're like, well, you could take it to this tire center and you could sit there and wait for them to fix it. And I was like, no, fuck you guys. Like, I know I'm not personally paying for this, but someone is still paying for me to rent this car and it's fucked up. Like, it's just a stupid thing. So Enterprise kind of just blows me off. So I tweet at them as I do. <laughs> right. Uh, as well, everyone does. Well, all of a sudden... Yeah, so I have a conversation with someone on Twitter. All of a sudden, the manager's calling me, like, super apologetic. <laughs> and she's like, what time can you come in today to switch out nice. your car? And, she, and so I'm like, oh, about 4 o'clock, whatever. So this was first thing this morning. She's like, okay, 4 o'clock's great. So I show up at 4 o'clock, and they have three cars left on the lot. She's like, you can take your pick from any of them. And I look at her point blank, and I'm like, which one costs the most? And they had, like, a fully loaded Ford F-250, <laughs> and she's like, probably that one. And I was like, that's the one I'll take. <laughs> Oh, you got your comeuppance on both, my friend. Good for you. So I, uh, I'm i rolling around in a fully loaded F-250 right now. Not bad. Courtesy of not... Are me, you are so. you enjoying it? Is it comfortable? I mean, I've only driven it from work to here right now. You should, uh, you should like take home. it somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'm really, like, at the end of the day, kind of a truck guy. Like, I really miss my truck. I had an F-150 I, for a while. I miss my trucks, too, honestly. Yeah, so every time I get in a truck, I feel pretty at home. <laughs> I thought I was a Trek guy for a little you're, bit, you're, you're and not, then I realized guy. I'm. Excuse you, <laughs> and then I realized I'm actually I'm pretty sold on the Jeep thing, but not like uh, not Wranglers. I mean, I don't like Wranglers. Well, I the thing is, I do like Wranglers. I just I don't understand. No, they flip way too easily. What? What do you stop driving like that? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> no, they no, can't. They can't they take don't. corners as well. If your if your tires, I drive. I drive kind of like a dickhead, and I have not flipped mine yet, just saying. Well, that's anecdotal, but statistics... You have to be doing, like, 85 around a 90-degree yeah, angle. I'm just I mean, saying. they have anti-roll bars and things now. You, really, also, you, know. you also have to consider how many people have, like, fucking lifted Wranglers with stock suspension and shit that don't do it properly that add to that statistic. That is, that is true, but how substantial is that, do you think? Fairly substantial. I mean, like I said, I haven't flipped mine yet, so I'm going to say pretty substantial. Well, I mean, I'll try next time I get in. I'm going to next time I get in, I'll try to flip that. But they're also like you can't. They're not really good at like hauling shit. Like at least with my with my Cherokee, I can just fold the back seats down. I've got a a fair amount of room. Uh, I'm totally with you there, which is one of the reasons I would definitely consider trading it in. Like I don't haul a lot of stuff, but even like to go fucking fishing. Yeah. It, I have to like break my rod down to fit it in my car, and it's just and like, then you got the fuck? tackle box, and if if you're like if you're not on a, a boat, you know you got to bring like a chair, and yeah, exactly, and and it it really helps when you can fold that seat down. So I actually am thinking about getting a truck, but probably like a Tacoma or something smaller, you know, mid-sized truck. Oh, cool! We can be Tacoma buddies because I think I get. Do one you have too. a Tacoma? I want to get one. Oh well, if you're getting one, I'm not. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I want to get the same kind as you, Jayton. <laughs> same kind. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your budget? Not that much. This conversation took a really weird okay. turn for a podcast well, about. My budget's not that much either, but I'm going to make sure that we don't have this. <laughs> <in time. laughs>
Oh, buddy, come on. I want to have the same car as you. You know what? I'm actually buying a Ford now. <laughs> okay. You know, I like Fords, too. I'll buy a Ford. Chevy it is. Dodge? No. Get a Kia. Panda yes. would never get a Kia. We should get okay, Kias together. Honestly, Wait, though, Panda, you're really set on this if you'd be willing to get a Kia just to have the same car as Just to fuck with Jay's dog? Absolutely. <laughs> What's it? Okay, honestly, though, I don't... honestly, though, Kia has pretty much stepped off their game. Like, they offer fucking 10 year warranties is, on their new that cars. That is true. Now. But, real talk. This might be just like a Mandela effect for me. Do either of you remember when Kia was legitimately doing a buy one, get one sale? Yes. You do. Or, or it might have been familiar. like lease one, get one. I don't know familiar. if it was buy one, get okay. one. Okay. We should look it yeah. up. Yeah. I, I, I think I tried looking up and I didn't, I didn't find anything unless I tried. But like, I feel like they used to have some pretty crazy yeah, ass deals. Right? Though. Like, I feel like it was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But I can't remember. Okay, here we go. This is apparently a thing. Here's a commercial on YouTube. We'll make sure you get me the from link. From Summit Place Kia in Michigan. Buy one, get one free Kias. Buy an 08 Kia, get a second 07 for free. Yeah. So, no so shit. So they were clear. All right, I'm linking stuff. this. I just linked this in okay, channel. Okay, great. So yeah, should... I'll put that in the notes. Yeah, so I, it was a thing. Okay. Because I remember hearing that on the radio back when I lived in the in the suburbs of Eastern PA. And I was like, that is the craziest thing. But okay. For the listeners... This first episode is not meant to be super serious. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got some serious, serious if you stuff in it, but we're not going to be talking about cars the entire season, FYI. <laughs> well, but oh, also gosh. we're not going to be talking about sysadmin shit this entire episode, which most episodes <laughs> we always stay on point. Always. No, no. But this is the I don't exception. Know about that. Okay. Well, anyway, I feel like we we get off topic maybe, very quickly. It's like maybe 80, we should 20. move on. It's like eighty twenty for most episodes. But yeah, let's move on. Okay, so twenty eighteen is upon us. This is our first episode of the season of twenty eighteen. Woo! Woo! That's right. Woo! And this topic is thanks to Jason. Actually, both of these topics I think are, are thanks to you, right? Yes. Okay. He would like us to talk about our personal professional goals for twenty eighteen. Goals for the podcast. And a sort of reference for system is to for stuff to think about for 2018 as well. And the good the news world. is we haven't talked ahead of time about our goals for the podcast. That's true. So we are just going to make it up as we go. <laughs> I mean, I have some things in mind. I'm not going to be making it up. But yeah, we... I only have one thing in my mind at any time. Is that like life in general? Well, or? no. Well, I want to I wait. I want to wait until until to start. No, I'm just saying, yeah, in general, I can only think about one okay, thing. Okay, well, I want to wait. Until, all right, who, who wants to go first? Do you think I can go first? Okay, yeah. I just talked. It's your Fine. topic. I like though. talking. I, this is my topic. This is my show. This is my rifle. I don't, know, I don't know about that. So yeah. I'm going to try to keep this relatively short. But personal goals, I would really like to spend some more time taking off of work and yeah, doing more things for me. This will be the first year that I am, you know, like fully out of school and everything. I'd really like to focus on finding some new stuff to do personally. For a while, I was doing pottery. I really like pottery still, but my studio was not the most fun anymore. So I would like to maybe find a new pottery studio. Come summertime, I'd really like to get back into some outdoorsy stuff because I have taken some time off of doing that the last summer or two. Ultimately, just trying to save money, want to sort of settle down in the next year or two if I'm going to be staying in Boulder and dig in and buy a house or a condo or whatever. If I'm not going to be staying here that long, then obviously that will change. Yeah, I don't know what else. That's really it. I mean, I just need to find a little bit better balance this year, I think, because I have poured a lot into work the last Especially year Especially with your, with your health. Yeah, well, hopefully that just, yeah, does it all. I feel like I had something else for this, but uh, I really don't. Professionally, I have in the last six months or so started a consulting business. 
we may or may not link to it in the show notes. I mean, you guys get to hear me ramble and be really honest and bitch and whine and complain. The honest truth is, though, I do take my career really seriously. And despite what some people think, I do not just automate my job. I do actually put some thought into the systems I design and stuff like that. So I have partnered with a couple of other people that have complementary skills. For me personally, I would really like to focus on helping people develop storage solutions that that fit their needs. Backup and replication, data management, large-scale storage appliances, stuff like that. The business in general, though, like we do sort of general IT consulting, mostly like systems engineering and administration stuff, not so much like desktop support. If you need us, you should get in touch with me and I can help you find us. So I'd really like to spend some time this year professionally working on that and developing that business. We already have a couple of clients, so we're well off the ground. I'm really excited about that. Aside from that, at BioFrontiers, I am going to be finishing up my RHCSA, and then I will also go on to get my RHCE sometime this year. Also, yeah, I I would like to spend more time this year, I think, taking an active role in participating in things with researchers. So in the past, I've taught some workshops about Git and stuff like that. I would like to make more time this year to take like one-on-one time with researchers and really learn about what they're doing and help them develop custom solutions, be it, you know, programs or pipelines or workflows or, you know, anything like that that will help aid their research. That's something that I've not gotten to do a lot of in the last year and a half just because of other projects and stuff like that. But I really miss being a little bit more hands-on and hopefully doing some more scientific programming as well. So yeah, I'm going to kind of leave it there for me. We'll save the podcast goals, I guess, for the end. Okay, works for me. But yeah, that's all sounds kind of lame, but it's where I'm at. No, I think those, I think those are good goals. Also, wait, wait, personal goal. Buy a moped. Honda Ruckus. <laughs> okay. If Forge was here, he would tell you to buy a... Oh, crap. I'm going to draw a bug on what it is. Oh, well, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Because Forge isn't here. <laughs> Forge is not here. Right. He can... Forge, you little bitch. He can, he can tell us afterwards. Peyton, do you have do you have stuff in mind already, or do you want to wait? I mean, if you're not ready, I can go, or... I'm, I'm ready. I'm good to go. Go for it. Do it up. Okay, so okay. personal goals, I don't really have all that much. I am also looking to buy a house, or at least get out of the city. Maybe not buy quite yet, but definitely get out of the city for sure. I just don't, I'm not a city type of person. So looking to get out. Professional goals, I can't go into too much detail because I don't, it's kind of sensitive directly to the the company, but there are some services that I would like to turn up, one of which I've already POC'd. Turn up for what? Exactly. So they're fucking lit. There are there are a couple things there. I can't really go into too much detail, like I said, but I've already completed one of them, and and you know I'm about a month and a half in on the new year, so that's that's a great start, I think. But yeah, I'm glad you mentioned taking more time off. I definitely need to, I think, do that myself. I think that's it, really. I don't. I I try to keep my goals simple and broad. So they're more of a guiding. That way, he always meets them because he can. No, himself on no, the back no, and stuff. no. That way, like it's more of a guiding thing rather than strict strict requirements that might not be possible due to various circumstances. So yeah, Peyton, okay. what you got going? Well, let's see. Now I'm moving into my second year where I where I am, which is which is great. Doing well there. I'm really starting to come into my own, so to speak. Working on my Linux Plus or Elpic. I should take that and pass that here in the next couple months. I'm hoping to really hammer down my home lab here. I've got a nice little rack set up, and I, I went and I got a um, a block to, you know, run my power my cables to, and then uh, have short little cables going from the actual uh, switch to, to that. And so I'll take pictures with that on the internet at some point. Other than that, I'm, you know, just trying to watch my little boys grow up, and they're amazing every day. They, they do something new. So that's pretty much it. You should take them fishing. 
Well, they're not quite old enough for fishing, Jathan, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, my grandpa took me fishing, I think, the first time I was, jeez, I don't know, six, so. Pretty sure the first time I went with my grandparents and my cousins, I was like three or four, and one of my cousins got a hook in my arm. <laughs> well, that's, that's why maybe you should have been a little bit older. No, I think they should have been more responsible. They were older. She was older. Yeah. You don't necessarily have okay. presence of mind and space when you're when you're that young, though. So yeah, well, you're just like fuck. I want to catch a fish, you know? Yeah, yeah. Jump, jump in the water like a bear and try and catch it with your teeth, kind of a thing. So. Yeah, noodling yeah. as a child. <laughs> no, noodling. that's not noodling. That's bear style. Noodling is when you do the thing with your finger. I don't know why I just pantomimed it because you can't see it. Uh, I I have no idea. But yeah, it's it's you make a come hither motion with your finger and come the fish hither. Okay. And the are we still talking about thing- like the same yes, kind of fishing? Yes, noodling. The- oh my god. And and the fish thinks it's a worm. <laughs> Come on. And the fish, yes, it's exactly like you're, you're massaging a prostrate, guys. Like when you're milking a prostrate. Prostrate? Prostrate. Prostrate, yeah. Prostrate. <laughs> prostrate. Uh, I calculated, <laughs> I calculated, I calculated the, uh, the probability word. that the, I calculated, calculated the prostrate efficiency constant. Yes. Okay. My point being, when you are noodling to catch a fish, you make a come hither notion, come hither motion with your finger. And shut up, I'm not even drinking, this is bad. And the fish will think it is a worm, ideally, and then kind of glomp onto your entire hand, and then that's when you yank your hand out of the water, and you, hey, you got a fish on it, and then you you pull the fish off and toss it on the shore. Was fish and hand in air quotes? No, 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 it wasn't. Okay. I almost hope it was. (laughs) It was not. But you guys should have seen, you guys should have seen my noodling pantomime, it was great. It's very I'm accurate. Sure it was awesome. Yeah, you could do it for us at Hope. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and Hope sometimes has the uh, the Periscope stream too. Of this will be like. the noodling segment with Brent. <laughs> yeah, like here, like a, here we can see as oh, he oh he wiggles his noodle. I love that when Brent does the oh noodling. It's, oh my god, it's the best. Like, you all right, all moving the time. on. Oh my god. All right, yeah. all right. So moving on. Podcast goals. You can also, you, you can also say massaging the G spot, the feminine G spot. He's still. He's I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be sexually exclusive. Anyways, moving on. So goals for the podcast. Do you guys have any? I know Jathan has at least one. Do you know what it is? Merch. I got two. Merch. Yeah. I'm gonna. Merch is I'm number gonna, one. Yeah, mine's merch. Mine is merch too. That's my absolute number one. Okay, my number two is. Yeah, my number two is more guests. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. More guests. Yes. Yes. I'm. I'm done with that. Because we have fun. We do. With guests. We do have one. We also. Uh, we. Yeah. I was gonna say we have a guest coming up. We have another person that we're very excited to potentially have for like a series we're trying maybe thing. Sorry. From that. What group was that? Chat I, I broke up there. We're gonna maybe do a three part, two or three part series with a special guest. Oh, uh, the. D- yeah. Don't say it. Just let's leave it. It's a teaser. God, you go noodling one time. All of a sudden, he wants to stick his hand in everyone's mouth. <laughs> My network's cutting in and out, and all, when I come back in, all I hear is stick his hand in everyone's mouth, and I just knew it's about me somehow. Anyway, other than that, the only other the only other goal I could think of for the podcast is it, it's hard because it's not really on us, but like I just want to foster better interactions with our listeners. And sometimes we get people who are very ecstatic to talk with us on IRC about things and and whatever. But other times we just go like weeks at a time and it's kind of quiet. But like, I'd really like more people to reach out to us and suggest topics and ask questions and argue with us. Like, yeah, guys, get in touch. Yeah, I like doing this regardless. But I mean, it really does make it more fun for us to have that sense of community and whatnot. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like we talk a lot of bullshit on the show. I mean, we talked a lot. We talked for how long about cars? 
this episode. But <laughs> like twenty minutes. Yeah, which is a sizable chunk. That's a, a lot longer than we should. That's a third of an episode on average. But ultimately, you know, we do the show for our listeners and in hopes that, you know, it helps cultivate you to become better at your job. And, you know, ideally we should cultivate ourselves and become better at our jobs. But I mean, we, you know, we do it for, for other people. So they join us in on this journey and we, we really love hearing from you. Any other goals y'all have for the for the podcast? Well, more guests would be good, but I wouldn't mind doing something a little bit more like you guys had the install fest one that you did where you tried out a bunch of different distros. And oh, yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind trying to do something similar to that this year again. We do have something planned in in the sort of like back burner list for live distros. So we can we can definitely do something like that. Well, I just, the other thing is I really like more, I would, I agree with Jake, though, I think more listener interaction would be fantastic. Uh, whether whether I've got to, you know, be more on Twitter or whatever, I mean, I, I really feel like, you know, we can get more from our, our listeners that will help, help push it further for everybody else, too, you know. So, yeah, that's that's all I got. Yeah, oh, and by the way, that's a, that does bring me in. We would like to have a guest, specifically when we do the, the live distro review, we would like to have a guest Ideally, a Windows sysadmin, like someone who has never used Linux before, because that's kind of what we did for the install fest. We had what one or two, one or two guys, Jason. We had two, two, and, and both were because that was before there were three of us. Oh yeah, yeah, and they they both never used Linux before, right? One of them had never really used it. One of them like used Ubuntu before, and that was about it. Okay, yeah, but that was really about like how easy is it to install this distro? What's the documentation like? How is the package manager for someone who's never used it? Kind of thing. Well, I think that's still an important metric for live distros too. Is how easy is it to use for someone who's never used Linux before? Yeah. So I would, if you're listening and you you want to be a part of that, definitely get in touch with us. It's right on our site. We have a contact button up top. Sysadministrivia dot com slash contact whole bunch of ways of getting in touch with us. They all should be listed there. So if anybody doesn't have any other goals for the podcast, let's. I want to move on to the next thing, if you're okay with that. Sure. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're, we're running a little bit hot on time, so it's going to be a longer episode. I fully acknowledge that, but, you know. Also, if my audio's off, I am not using the right microphone. Yeah, I was going to put that in the show notes, but I'm, I'm glad you reminded me. First time for fucking something up in my <laughs> yeah. life. First time ever, of course. Uh, the second topic we want to talk about is performance tuning. We don't really talk a lot about this show, about that on this show, and Jathan is kind of a, a performance whore, usually. I mean, he, he- Okay, traditionally. Yes. Also, come on, right now I get paid for that. Yeah, I know, and I, I know you probably love that, but I've never really gotten that much into it because I haven't had as much of a need, but- you know, there are yeah. there are times when it comes in. <laughs> yeah, when I used to use Gen 2. <laughs> yeah, you were a racer. I spent so much time just like I need every ounce of performance mm-hmm. I could get. Mm-hmm. And I don't I had no good reason. It was just like a thing to do. But whatever, I fucking learned shit, so True. I use Gen 2 because I like just like if I didn't want to have network manager installed on my system, I could completely remove every trace of it as much as possible. Like that's and it's a specific example, but like that's the kind of stuff I love Gen 2 for. But yeah, I mean, you you liked it for like the C flags and also you could just get such new versions of shit. True, it was like a really shitty experiment. I mean, th- this was like back when Gen 2 was good, <laughs> back when the packagers actually gave a shit. Oh, uh, and it was so good. Oh my god, it makes me like lick yeah, my licks and a then little. it went to shit. It's weird. So we left for Arch, but I am curious how they're how they're doing these days. So maybe I'll I'll look into a. 
Anyways, so the performance tuning thing, it does have good uses. If you are in like a, a very high performance environment, by the way, now the top, all of the top 500 supercomputers in the world all run Linux. Previously, it was 498 of the f top 500. Now we have all 500. So that's awesome. So it is relevant to this. It, so Jathan's probably going to be a little bit better here with me. And even then, like, we're not. I don't think so. Well, maybe. I Maybe. Yeah. Okay. But like, so there's a lot of like kernel tunables too and stuff. But so here's the question that I sort of framed yes. in the topic, our, our show notes, our internal notes, like we use whatever is like, if you have bare metal, right? It's not a VM. You can't make it bigger. You have bare metal hardware with a set amount of resources. You cannot upgrade it. Nothing like not that. the budget. No. Right. And you really need to squeeze like one more service onto that box functionally. And you're like already, you know, really using a majority of the resources you you're have. You're like two megs from an oom. Um. Sure. That's that's really extreme. But okay, yeah. <laughs> I want to make it challenging for you. How can you take that box and somehow tune it or change it or whatever such that you can squeeze that last service on? And I'm not saying this is a good or a bad idea. I'm just asking, how do you do it? And, you know, there's two things. One, there may be a situation where that is absolutely essential. I hope that you don't have that, but maybe you would. I don't know. Two, just like when I was talking about using Gen 2, you really can learn something about performance and, you know, configuration and stuff like that by playing out these types of scenarios. I mean, I could, I could start with those those questions. I try and avoid it. Like, I think a, a good rule of thumb is 75% average utilization of resources. I think it depends what you're doing. Sure, sure. But like you want to have wiggle room and you want to have a fair amount of wiggle room, but you also don't want to underutilize because then you're just wasting money. You want to think about really what services are you running and how do they perform or what resources will they consume more of at, you know, peak peak needs. Sure. Well, that's I mean, that's why I get 75% because if it goes beyond peaks is understandable. Like, it's impossible to really predict that perfectly. But I mean, if you have a service that extends beyond 25% more than your average use, that's probably indicative of a bigger problem going on than the actual service itself. But I mean, that being said, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good question. I think the first place I would probably start is turning down swappiness because that we do that. that yeah, that consumes a lot of unnecessary IO cycles. It really, it really does. You really shouldn't be hitting swap unless you are totally maxed out on RAM. So that's something I can definitely recommend starting with is, is setting the, the VM swappiness to zero or one or something. Yeah, I think that's one. I mean, since we were talking about Gen 2 and Gen 2 does have use flags, yep. this is not an ideal scenario, but it would be possible to really consider which use flags you have enabled or explicitly disabled or whatever and recompile pre-existing software to include less functionality in hopes that your programs will use less memory, footprint, whatever, CPU cycles. They usually do, yeah. Well, I mean... And they usually, usually do. I mean, even the binary would be smaller, and that occupies memory space. So, like, mm -hmm. even if the feature itself doesn't use all that much memory, the binary itself is still a set limit that you can rely on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about really small amounts, especially, I think, if we're talking about, like, data center level hardware, but... At the end of the day, if you are trying to shove this much on a box, maybe it really does come down to that. Now, I understand you can't necessarily do that with every distro unless you go and compile it manually, and that's, that's a whole thing. But it is an idea that I have. Sure. Well, on that note, do you guys remember E-Trade? Nope. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. E-Trade. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking yeah. good point. Yes, I so do. So E-Trade actually did use Gentoo on their servers. 
because yeah, they could about this. yeah yeah because they can optimize it to the point where like they needed to have some really low level optimizations made i mean they're they were an e-trading company as their name implies and like latency or lack thereof rather is everything in that industry to the point where you will build a data center just so it could be closer to a bank sort of a thing it's a very very performance competitive industry so to work towards this they would compile into binaries everything and, and you know like i doubt they were they were doing an emerge world on their production boxes i'm sure they have i'm sure they have build boxes for it and then sorry guys we've got to pause trading right we've got to recompile right exactly we've got to recompile LibreOffice. <laughs> why would they be running LibreOffice? oh my god it's just it's the thing to do you know gcc would have or glibc would have been the ones i went for but oh they would always take so long but yeah, oh yeah. God, so yeah. that's and Firefox. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, but Firefox you're not also not going to be running on a trading box. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so like I'm pretty sure that I have no evidence of this, but uh, by sheer common sense, I would assume that they would build the binaries and then install those binaries, you know, uh, that way. They you don't know that, Bron. I don't know that, but I've got a pretty good idea that they don't want to be fucking running five threads of GCC when they're you know, you know. So I, I think it is worth uh, mentioning that Gentoo does support binary packages. It's just usually not used, and you can build, you know, to a fleet-wide spec and, and things like that. So that is that is definitely something to consider. I also think another thing to think about in this situation is how can you consolidate services. I'm trying to think of a good example of when this would actually apply, but I mean, I'm even thinking for people who run two different monitoring services, right? Can you get rid of one of those? Which, you know, maybe it's not a lot of overhead, but again, if we're talking about this situation, and, and in general, it's really just the point, can you consolidate services? Absolutely. The first thing that comes to my mind is if you have a reverse proxy running separately from a web daemon on the same box, throw Nginx on there, it'll do both. And it's got a much smaller footprint, probably, in terms of memory usage. So that's that's one example where it, I definitely think that shines out, is, is you've got one piece of software that's specifically designed to do both of these functions, and it does them very well, it does them very quickly, and you end up using less memory as a result because you don't need to load two different binaries, you don't need to load two different feature sets, you don't need to run two different daemons against that... You know, like, it, it's all consolidated into one. So that does, I mean, you do run the risk of, that brings it down to a single point of failure for two services instead of just one service. But ultimately, I think if your daemon is dying, you got bigger problems, you know? If your demons are dying. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's it's a tricky thing. And I, I always feel weird about the single point of failure discussion because, like, Sometimes it's better to have a single point of failure, and as weird as that sounds. Well, I think it depends on your interplay between services, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, if one service fails and fucks the other one anyway, then who cares if they're true. combined? Very true. That is a good point. I can agree with that. Yeah. Let's see. What else? We have... Do you guys know much about kernel tuning? No. No, that's nonsense. People who do that are crazy. You know, you say that, and I feel like you've done it more than once. I used to do yeah, it. Well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so actually there's no way in hell i want that life so there. yeah it's it's a oh very God. complicated thing and the documentation tends to be lacking on it but vm swappiness is a kernel tunable i mean it, it's it's a direct thing that has control over the kernel but there's a lot of things you can do there's with network sensitive stuff you can change mtu windows you can change default timeouts for sockets you can 
you know, there's a lot of things you can do and sort of push it to the limits. But generally speaking, the limits that are in place tend to be pretty sane. So you got to really know what you're doing if you want to do that and go that route. Because you want to push it to the limit? Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. I don't know, Jathan, what I know you have done in the past, do you remember what sort of modifications you usually make? What sort of tunables you would usually alter? Not especially. I mean, the big thing is just obviously not including a bunch of drivers you're never going to need. Or even, you know, like maybe there is a driver for a specific piece of functionality that you could use, like it's applicable, but you're not going to use it, so you exclude it. I'm not sure that that really results in performance increases necessarily. What, like the PC speaker module? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... For fuck's sake, you could go as far as to be like, I don't need sensors. Who cares about the temperature? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I think it's a good idea to have a, a thumb on your... Oh, I, on I your agree it's a good hardware. idea. I'm just saying you you don't need it. it oh, like essential. if you're just like, I'm just going to run this box to the ground until it melts. Like, yeah. Sure. Well, maybe that's where you're at. Well, I don't well, fucking know. Well, a better example, a better example would be I like don't, if you don't I have... Don't useful thermal probes on your system and things like that then yeah like why if you don't have fans that are are supported by lm sensors then why would you ever run sensors yeah right i honestly thought you'd have something better for this like some magic bullet solution like reduce your memory footprint no. by 30 percent by doing these things no it's um, it's very oh, case specific oh 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 uh-huh. oh hello uh, i have an idea hello uh-huh one option is if you have an excess of solid state disk space, but not RAM, you could always make your swap entirely on SSD and make it bigger. Yeah. Still not yeah, I mean, ideal. I, it is still slower than RAM. Yeah. But I didn't even think of that because it's so common understanding. But yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you're not really giving a whole lot of thought to it, yeah, definitely run your swap space from SSD if possible, for sure. Yeah. That's a good way to avoid, you know, like IO lock. <laughs> That was like a shitty suggestion. I thought this was going to be no, no, no. That was, was that was like so. It was a good suggestion, but the problem is like it's so base. It's like don't run IRC as root kind of kind of suggestion where it's like duh. You don't want to run IRC. Yeah. It's still, it's still in and of itself good. No, I'm saying don't run IRC as root <laughs> unless you really oh want gosh. to. Maybe not I mean, do look, that. You know, I'm not here to tell people how to live their Why? life. Why not set your DCC to to auto accept even YOLO? Sure. Absolutely. Do it up, dude. Whatever you want to do. It's your freaking system. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I think generally speaking, it's it's not a good idea. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I I really thought, yeah, I thought this would be like some epic topic, but it it sucks. No. We're bad at this. Season four is bad. It's good to talk about. It's good to talk about, but the problem is it's not, it's, you mean fourth season? Season three? No, yeah, I got I you did doing that it because you. F- okay, okay. Oh, okay. No, I did it on purpose okay. because you did it. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not right. that bad at my job here. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> it, damn! He went yeah, there. so performance yeah. tune that. So there, <laughs> some that in your cash. Shove that in the... your fucking pipe and smoke it. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's it's a hard topic, and there is no. I think at the end of the day, the important thing to take away is there is no magic bullet because it's you know you got to look at what resources is being impacted. Is it I/O? Is it CPU yeah, sure. load? Is it network throughput? You know, so you got to first look where that bottleneck is actually occurring. 
usually it's going to be one of those three things. I doubt you're going to be, I doubt you're in the case where you're running out of PID allocations, but it does happen. It does happen. It's possible. Yeah, it's happened to me, even on personal stuff, at least, I think, I want to say three times. Very rare does it actually happen, but it does happen. So that's kind of the takeaway, I would think, is that you need to examine, more important than knowing how to how to performance tune, is knowing what to performance tune. It is being able to identify which service you actually need to improve, especially when you can't just throw hardware at it. That's like a C-level solution. You don't really want to, that's not the best. <laughs> throwing shade on all the sea levels sorry not sorry the important thing of course is like i don't know you just need to grok the system internals you need to kind yeah. of feel your way and know where things are going wrong and i guess that's true of everything that's kind of really broad but welcome to being a sysad yeah exactly that's well, something's that, broken that's our entire point though is we need to become one with the machine and i'm getting a little romantic here and, and like romantic in the cool. sense of like Romance He's going to be literature. noodling his servers in a little while. No, later. not literally romantic, you fucktards. I mean, like, in the sense of, like, Keats and Yates and shit like that. Like, the romantic literature of, of that sort of system of ideals. I'm getting a little capital R romantic with this. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, your job is to become one with a machine and achieve harmony between the people using it and the machine itself. Sure, works for me. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. I don't have anything else to add to this topic. Oh, oh, we do have a specific example here. Disable K-Dump as an example of system level tuning. And oh, that is... Yeah, that's that actually is, a good idea. Yeah. Look, I thought of that when I made this topic, and now I forgot about it now. <laughs> exactly. What's the system D equivalent of K-Dump? System? A-B-R-T-C-L-I. No, Whatever the no. fuck. A-B-R-T-D. A-B-R-T-D. Isn't that the but same that's, shit? No, 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 no. That's, that's not it. Oh, no, that's system only a D. Red Hat thing. Yeah, it? yeah, that's a, that's a Red Hat specific thing. So anyway, uh, I was going down to the club last weekend. <laughs> walked around the corner. There's a guy standing there uh, asking for change. I'm just like, hey man, I don't got any change. He gets right up in my face, right up in my face, and just starts yelling. It was absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't travel with cash. I don't know what he wanted me to do. Oh, this is, this is just such a great season so far Isn't this a joy this is, so i can't far, i can't find it i can't remember it's the name just i think joy. it i think it only spawns when it's trying to do a core dump but there's there's a system d equivalent and you can disable that as well therefore we never know because our, our cores do not dump well i'm not having issues right now so i can't find it of course but yeah there there is a specific on for system d can't remember the name of it i'm sure you can find it with some some light googling i'll, I'll put it in the show notes if i can find it but you know feel free to disable that too because when you're having like stuff crash because of load or whatever you don't want to throw on more load by trying to create a core dump that's generally not i, know, a good I don't want to throw on more load oh my gosh that's <laughs> generally not a good idea yeah you don't want to you don't want to get dumped by loads or, or whatever you're going with this Fuck this. Fuck this. Every, fuck everything. Yeah, okay. I'm done with this topic. I don't have anything else to add. Do you guys have anything else to add? <laughs> no. Okay. Jathan, are you ready for the baddie? Oh, boy. Bring us, bring on the no, bring I, us home, son. Bring it on. I'm not sure that I can exactly understand the baddie. <sighs> what? Why can't you understand the baddie? Oh, it doesn't little, have anything. sparse, isn't it? I don't see very many deets in there. Well, I can't provide deets because it's someone we know. and Why can't you provide deets? Because if we release more information about it, it's going to be identified and there will be consequences. Oh. So we need to... So, But we're just giving an, a baddie to somebody that we can't verify deserves Oh, that's one. a good point. So that feels like a shitty baddie. No, I, it's not a shitty baddie. You're a no, shitty I think baddie. It, 
I think that the behavior definitely deserves a baddie, but if we can't actually give it to somebody, also it's just somebody saying something that they found, but we don't know that well, they found it. Right, uh, but we also like we also don't verify. We aren't able to verify a lot of these other things too that that we. Yeah, we didn't verify Equifax, and that's bullshit. <laughs> that one's pretty verified, Peyton. Well, how how do we know that that's verified? Yeah. Yeah, how do we know? Because who, who verified sh- that for? I'm actually trying to buy time now the- while I while I fetch and uncom- and decompress logs so I can find another. So anyway, this fatty. this guy was uh, this guy's walking down no, the no, street. No, 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 He's no. asking me for change, <laughs> and I just don't know what to tell him. I, like I don't carry any cash, dude. And uh, so the guy just starts yelling in my face. He's right up in my face. He's blowing smoke in my face. He's got a cigarette. What is that? Is that and Reservoir Dogs? I don't fucking know. Where are you getting that from? Jesus Christ! Now hold on. Yes, Satan. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, 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 no! Wait, is it Reservoir Dogs? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I'm just fucking talking. I'm doing a bit. <laughs> all right, all right. Go, go on with your bit. Doing Sorry, a bit. go on with your bit. Oh, uh, well, does I sort of <laughs> lost my. Sh- the bit lost, is exhausted at this point. I lost my stride a little. All right, I, I'm almost there. I need, I need like three minutes. Can you do this for me, Jathan? <sighs> okay. So. So yeah, I got a little yawn. I'm a little tired. I got to tell you, not Holy eating right has really wiped me? me out. What? Are you kidding me? You're gonna start yawning? Jathan is basically uh, our Markov bot, is what this is. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with <laughs> yawning? Can, can we talk about how healthy it is to yawn? Everything is wrong. Have with you yawning. ever held in a yawn, and how did you feel twenty minutes down the road? Fine. I felt great. No, I bet you didn't. You didn't even notice, but something was hurting. Something was oh, bad. Oh, I found it. Okay. I'm going to send it to you, Jathan, and I want you to look it over. You can say yay or nay, but if you say nay, that means we got to spend more time trying to find one, which means... Right, so this is what we talked about as a baddie before. No, we didn't We didn't know. Yes, you said, I found us a baddie. No, okay. And then we argued about when it was yes. released and the whole damn yes, thing. Yes, but it was, it was still the first time... Calm out. The first time it was released, did not talk about it. No. I'll, I'm searching right now. Well, we it was during our hiatus. Well, right, exactly. So that... So we're talking about it now. Everyone calm the fuck down and be quiet because I'm talking about the goddamn baddie. You're just like that goddamn guy asking for change. <laughs> okay, now. go, go. <laughs> Holy shit. There are a lot of people who have shown a lot of interest in tunneling and VPN services and stuff like that recently because of all kinds of data breaches and, you know, you name it, somebody wants a VPN for some reason they don't even understand. And that's fine. I don't care. Can I just interject that I love that you're still doing the bit for the baddie? I'm not doing the bit. I'm <laughs> it just talking It sounds like you are. Baddie. You're using the same kind of voice and well, intonation. Keep going. Keep I'm going. going to need you to shut the fuck up, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... <laughs> Go, go, just go. For fuck's sake. Holy fucking shit. Leave us behind. Anyway, Anyway. for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. So anyway, so one fairly well-known, easy-to-use VPN is Hotspot Shield. They have clients for Android and Windows and they have a Chrome extension, so far as I know. There may be more clients and more supported platforms. I heard, but, I heard that they suck. Yeah, I've heard that as well, and we're about to just talk about why they suck really good. All right, One of the A lot of suck. They suck better than you? <laughs> yeah. So, was, that, was that a lead-up just to ask him if... All right, keep going. So Sorry, here's going, the thing: <laughs> is it, it was discovered that when you're running Hotspot Shield, it actually runs its own web server aside... <laughs> From, why is this funny? 
Because you're a riot, dude. No, 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 no. I'm gonna <laughs> riot if y'all don't shut the fuck up. Alright, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah, so it runs its own web server, and you can generate, you know, like, JSON responses that reveal information about whether or not the user's connected to a VPN, to which VPN they're connected, what their real IP address is, and there's other other endpoints besides just that one, meaning web web endpoints through this web server that you can get information about the person's, you know, things and whatever. And there's no authorization or anything like that. It was just there. Do we so do we know, you know that it at first on all interfaces or just on localhost? I'm okay. getting there. Now would you <laughs> right. shut up? Alright. I'm shaking my goddamn finger at you. So initially it's like, okay, this is this is located to people who are on your network because of the address of the server. But if you do DNS rebinding, basically any website can create a DNS name that they're authorized to communicate with and make it resolve to localhost or whatever. So anybody with, you know, the right knowledge and who was looking for this sort of exploit could get that information about somebody who was supposedly hiding behind this fucking VPN. And it's not like you can't find out who's using a VPN based on their public IP or anything. Right, exactly. We could, how would we figure that out? <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's like a rogue yeah. IRC bot. Yeah. How the fuck would we find out where that came yeah. from? <laughs> so Throwing shade, I love it. Okay, keep going. So anyway, that's really what this is. So there has been a patch for this released after it sort of went public. There is a CVA, CVE for it, which we can link to. Honestly, I heard sketchy things in the past about Hotspot Shield. This really seals the deal for me. This is why you run your own services if you can. And if you can't, I am in the business and can get a Foxy Proxy account. And You can count on him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you can count shameless, on him. Shameless self advertisement hotspot shield you get a baddie for doing something stupid what like why do you even need those are just you fucking idiots that's so ridiculous it's just it, mind it blowing. It's, yeah don't it's mind blowing trust providers blowing. that make you use a fucking proprietary client that's fucking bullshit oh i feel like that was a good episode well, don't we, didn't we have that one that we reported on that was doing uh some shady some shady shit in the background maybe probably I feel like we've talked about ExpressVPN before. Not about this specifically, but... Uh, uh, not I don't Express think it was ExpressVPN. Uh, Hotspot Shield. But, um, Hotspot yeah, Shield, yeah. I feel like yeah, they've been in the news I, as well. I don't think it was Hotspot Shield, but... Yeah. No, we've, yeah, we've definitely... Uh, I feel like we've definitely mentioned them before at least once, but they. I know for, for certain that they've had multiple serious issues like this before. This is not the first time they fucked up. But yeah, no, like, what? They, Why? Why the fuck would you just doesn't make sense, a like, local... For a fucking VPN? Yeah. It just doesn't uh, make sense. Like, I don't know, dude. I don't know to tell yeah. you. If you need that information as the VPN client, I think there's better ways to obtain it. Like, if you're already publishing it at a web server, then you're obviously, you know, like, figuring it out somehow. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. And if the server needs it, uh, you can... You already have access to all the information you need. You have, like, the client's IP. Client's Not even... IP. Like... Just that. But does the server really need well, it? Is well, even question. with, like... Well, Some of it, I mean, like, like again, does the server need to know if you're connected? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> but, um, but, like, even but with, like, like, OpenVPN, you can have the client push, you can, with OpenVPN, you can have the client push extra information. Yeah, right. And that includes things like OpenVPN version, OpenSSL version, things really useful for debugging. There's no reason at all to run a web server on the same machine as the client that has an API... That has all this information on it. There's yeah, no right. justification for it. Absolutely none. Oh, fucking ass wads. <laughs> all ass right, anyways. Wads. 
I'm just going out on a limb. Don't use a hotspot shield, whatever. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe avoid. Yeah, them. I'm. I'm ready to call us a night on this. Close ready to close out. out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Close Gotta the go. Bag on this right. bag yeah, on. go do uh, stuff. <laughs> okay, this has been Sis Administrivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. I'm Pete. See you later.